0: To the No BS Short-Term Rental Podcast, an unfiltered look into the global vacation and short-term rental industry. I'm Matteo Bradford, and I'm John Stokinger. And this
1: is our podcast. We bring the right people to the table at the right time, giving you an inside view and take on the short-term rental industry like no other podcast can.
0: Or Matteo. John. Good morning. <laughs> Another beautiful good morning. morning.
1: Fantastic morning. Welcome Short Term Rental Podcast World, another episode.
0: Episode 13, man. Like as of right now when we're recording this, we're at, you know, in I guess if we we're going to go ahead and look at like the grand scheme of podcast world, you know, like episodes. It's like we're at 985, which in the grand scheme of things isn't a ton, but for us, we have a really targeted, really curated audience and they're they're listening, man. I I love yeah. it. Nine, yeah. We're going to hit 1000 today. We're, we're just, every week is growing. I love it. Progress.
1: I love it too. No, this is, uh, this is the fun part about doing this, right. It's, uh, kind of doing it our way and, you know, keeping it up in it, you know, that's all right. Hey, I, we're, we're, we're,
0: talk, talk to me about the shades. So tell, tell me, and th- those that right. aren't watching and are listening, Mateo's <laughs> rocking some shades. Um, he's extra casual today. Uh, so let, let, let's talk about that. Where, where are you
1: recording from? Uh, we are recording from the beautiful, sunny uh, island of St. Martin, uh, on the dutch side of St. Martin. Uh, yeah. That it must uh, be nice. Ah, it could be worse. <laughs> 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 it definitely could be worse. But uh, yeah, no, no, no. Definitely a blessing to be out here. Uh, it takes some downtime. But, you know, the uh, the show continues. Uh, you know, we never stop running and, uh, super psyched about our guests, uh, who we have today, who we have on today. Uh, my, my good friend, uh, my partner, uh, my fraternity brother, uh, the one and only major U.S. Marine Corps Mate, Anthony Gant of At Ease Reynolds Corporation. Uh, yes, the affiliations there, just putting the disclaimer out there. So, uh, <laughs> But uh, no, Anthony. Welcome, welcome to the show. We are super excited to have you on there. Um, typically, uh, I would give a brief breakdown of kind of who you are and 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 you know why you're on the show and give a little bit of a bio of kind of who you you know where you come from in this space. But as I've learned uh, through talking and being around you, um, man, nobody can tell your story like you can. Um, and it's a hell of a story, um, that resonates with, with everyone that hears it, whether they're, you know, in, in the service or, or you know, in proximity of service members, you know, it just, it, it really hits home and it's completely relevant, um, to, you know, our industry. Um, and so, you know, without further ado, uh, team Anthony Gant, brother again,
2: uh, sir. Welcome to good the morning, Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, Matteo Jun, thank you for having me on. Um, as you were saying that Matteo, I was just thinking that there are no other two gentlemen that I love to call in this space to get the low down and the dirty um, and and the greatness of like, how should I be doing it? What should I do it? Uh, where should I be looking? At? And you know, just trying to establish this, myself in this space uh, with what I'm doing with at ease. Um, thank you for having me on today. But before I get in, I want to bust Mateo's balls real quick. John. <laughs> yes. When we were in Florida, you guys were beating me up because I didn't stand short-term riddle. And guess what Mateo is not doing in St. Martin? He's not supporting the industry, man. He's in a luxury hotel right now. This bastard. I.
0: I. The funny thing. Yeah, I might have been busting your balls um, and, and Mateo, too. But at the same time. There's a time and place for, a hotel. <laughs> um, and there's a time and truly it's probably not on vacation. My time and place for a hotel is when I'm traveling for work and I'm in and out and I'm coming in and I want some, you know, um, if mm-hmm. I'm going on vacation with my family, I'm definitely not staying in a luxury hotel, uh, for two reasons. A, I can't afford it. I don't know what kind of, you know, secret cash Mateo's bringing in, but good for him. And uh, <laughs> and uh,
1: both of you know that's not true. Right?
0: But
1: I like, that's, not, I say, that's pretty, pretty clear.
0: On no, that. man, yeah. I I saw the view. It's it's totally whatever wherever you're staying. It's it's perfect. Like it's beautiful. I,
2: uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm I, I, I agree, John. I love hotels and short-term rentals, and uh, there's a trade-off with both of them, and you just got to know where that trade-off uh, supports your uh, type of travel. So
1: I got two points for this No, 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 I get to defend myself. Go ahead, hold on, I get to defend myself. I got two points, didn't make the reservation, and luxury all-inclusive, so. Nothing I wrong with that. To, yeah, so I'm gonna just stick to it right there. You should've there just started with luxury
2: all-inclusive, right?
1: You know, that's, you know.
0: I mean, <laughs> I could've guessed what the shades you're wearing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, we see
0: it. Uh, we we see it, it's just oozing luxury.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and he put down the shrimp cocktail could, before we started could, recording, then, uh, too. <laughs> well, I b- before before Anthony jumps in and tells his story, um, because it's a great story. Um, Mateo teed it up uh, wonderfully. Um, I, I've got to know Anthony um, and Mateo uh, quite well um, over the time. And Anthony's one of the best dudes that you'll ever get to meet. And, you know, as a prior prior military um it's, uh, I'm excited to talk to him. I it's, it's, it's crazy to think that I, that you're still active. Like what the hell, (laughs) how the hell are you doing? I can't even imagine the dual life. You're trying to run a company and still be active. A Marine, um, you know, officer, not, not only, you know, in, in the Marines, which is absolutely like bewilders me, but you know, more power to you. I know, I know you're, you're looking at the, uh, the end of the tunnel here, you're, you're, uh, looking at yeah. transition here. But, um, one last thing before we get into learning about Anthony is at ease is a sponsor of this podcast. So we're, we're in, this isn't, he's not on because he's sponsored the podcast, but I want to go ahead and put that out there. Um, at yeah. ease supports the no BS short-term at podcast and we support at ease. Like we support mm-hmm. all our sponsors. Um, so I just want to kind of quickly put that out there. Anthony, how'd you get into this space?
2: So, John, um, I'll, I'll answer that question, but I have to go back to what you said, like active duty and, and start a business. And one of my mentors here in Austin, he kind of put in perspective for me. He was like, you know, Anthony, anytime someone asks ask you that question, you let them know notice it's a damn hobby. He like a lot of people have hobbies in the military where guys will go play video games. They'll work on a car. They go out and play golf. You're just building a goddamn business. And I was like, you damn right I am. So um, that, this is my hobby, right? So I'm spending all of that time that I would to uh, call of duty or to putting a new carburetor in a car or, or going out and trying to get a handicap for golf other than golf being my handicap. Um, my hobby is at ease and building a short-term uh, online travel agency booking platform for federal employees, both military and civilian. So that's how I'm doing that. And the way I got into this is because it was a personal pain point that I felt. Back in 2018, moving to Austin, as you already know, I told you the story, but for your listeners, um, I stayed in a short-term rental off one of the popular booking sites that we have here in the US. And let me tell you, it was amazing. My wife was happy. The kids were happy. I was happy. Not only did I save money, because I got a lot of kids. I have six kids for the audience. But I also saved the government about $1,200 because I didn't stay in the hotel, which I would have had to get two rooms because, again, I have six kids. So we had to get the adjoining doors and I wasn't going cheap. I'm like, Mateo, when I go to a hotel, I go to a hotel, <laughs> right? So we was going to do the Marriott out of Hyatt. And hey, taxpayers, I was about to blow your budget up myself. Forget what the president does. The Gantt family was coming through like we had our own secret service. And um, just by being able to go to this five bedroom, 3,500 square foot in Texas, a uh, home in Texas, just blew my mind away that it was going uh, to be about a thousand to Uh, It was half the cost of what the government would have paid. And I was like, hell yeah, Marine, captain at the time, making good decisions for the taxpayers. What, what? So (laughs) I, I literally was saying all of that in my head. I was like happy as hell that I was doing like all of this great stuff. And at the end of the travel, a lot of folks don't know this. The military only helps you move your household goods. That's it. Everybody's like, the military moves you. No, 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 no. They move my couch, my bed and my washer and dryer. That's it. Everything else, I'm all responsible for that. Out of my pocket, they give me a little stipend. They give me a budget uh, that they'll let me play with, uh, which is which is very healthy, right? Uh, it allows you, like I said, I was able to get $290 a day. Um, and I was like, time to get this reimbursement. I just paid $1,500, $1,200. Let me get my money back, young Marine. And the Marine was like, sir, I can't reimburse you. And I was like, yeah, you can. She's so like, no, I can't. I was like, all right, Marine. When you see, you know, it goes from like being very casual, like, hey, good morning, Marine, how you doing? To like, hey, Marine, what are you talking about? Like, get the deep voice you drop it and get the little octopus flight, Barry White going. And um, she was just like, sir, you use the Airbnb. And I was like, I ain't no damn Airbnb. I went to the site and you and got a short term rental off Airbnb. Airbnb don't have no houses. They was like, sir, you know how everybody always put them together like they're a verb and a noun. I'm yeah. like, got to separate the two. I stayed at a house that I got off this website. So, I didn't use the site. I used the house. And she was like, but sir. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, here it goes. Drop the bomb. And she was like, here are the regulations. I was like, hey, go get me someone higher. And, John, you'll notice this was a young E-3 in the Marine Corps called the Lance Corporal. I think you guys call it a uh, private first class in the Army. And um, I said, go get me Sergeant, right? E-5, I need to talk to an E-5 to make this happen. Hey, Sergeant. Um, And he's like, hey, sir, you messed up. All right. I need an E6 or higher. Don't give me an E6 because, you know, you start going up the ladder. Right. I got my, mm-hmm. my railroad tracks on because I'm a captain. And, you know, these captains make things happen until the E6 or the E7 come through and they just tell you, hey, sir, you screwed up. But that's not the words to used. He told me I effed mm-hmm. up, right, in a very Marine Corps way. And yep. he, he, he did it. He, he did it professionally. He pulled me to the side. He's like, hey, sir, can, can I talk to you to the side, sir? I'm like, yeah, what's up, sir? That's right. like, let me get this money, man. I got, 12, I got 12 kids to feed, really six, yes. but it feel like 12 when I go grocery shopping. And uh, he was just like, sir, mm-hmm. you fucked up, man. Like, whoa, 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 excuse you, Marine. Hey, sir, regulations say, and I think you got to be kidding me, Scott, sorry, This some BS. And, um, you know, I said, I'm a Marine officer. I'm going to change these regulations because this is so BS in 2018 that we can't use short-term accommodations. And uh, lo and behold, I went and started writing notes and emails to people up in the higher position. And I was like, what's your rank again? And I was like, Captain, and I was like, yeah, shut up. And I was like, damn, that's brutal. And then mm-hmm. uh, one of the persons felt bad for me because he's a retired Army Sergeant Major. They're like, hey, sir. But he like, he's the director now, right? Hey, sir. I'm like, hey, I should be calling you, sir. But whatever. We're going to let this email slide. I want you to check out these guys. They have a conference in D.C. I'm going to go ahead and connect you with them. One connection to two, to two, to three, to four, to five. They said, come to D.C. if you can. Um, I put in leave. I think civilians call it a PTO, paid pay, pay time off. I think that's what it stands for. I put in some leave. Went to D.C. for like uh, 72 hours. I sat in a room with some smart people who are in charge of government travel. I told them what idea I had. And they said, oh, we like it. But so we're not going to say we're going to endorse it, but we like it. And if you make it work, this is how you should do it. And I was like, what? And then I came back and built the site. And just been rocking and rolling ever since then. That was in 2019. Nice. But the most important thing you should ask me, John, is did I get reimbursed yet?
0: I already know the Hell answer. Hell no.
2: I know the answer. I'm trying to get my $1,200. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the funny thing is, like, I, I've never been reimbursed for, like, a GI Bill thing I did. I should be getting $1,200 back for, for getting my degree. You uh, should. And and I can't. It's It's like... It's just one of those things, just like that. You're never gonna see that twelve hundred dollars, Anthony. So just you're okay. It's just I'm okay.
2: I'm sucking it up. It, it's helping me create a company. Uh, it mm-hmm. goes into a vortex of we owe you money, but we ain't giving it to you. That's what it's called. The vortex.
0: <laughs> it's that <laughs> is that it's the that mindset, you know, is it worth fighting for? You know, I've already tried so many times to go ahead and get this. And then the longer you try, you're like, I've put more hours in trying to get twelve hundred dollars back. Then it's even worth it, you know. It's it is what it is, dude. That's yeah. an amazing story. Um, I mean, yeah. I of course I've heard the story, and and obviously Mateo knows knows the story. The I, I just think it's it's absolutely you know crazy that it's taken so long, uh, for for alternate trap alternate accommodations to be recognized. And it's still in, I mean, truly, is it still, is it fully recognized yet? I mean, what talk to us about that? I mean, what does that look like? And like how does okay, I'm I'm still active, right? Uh, I'm looking, you know, I want to go stay in an Airbnb today. Mm, Airbnb, listen to me. I'm talking right, like a right. like mm. like a <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to go stay at a short term rental today, right? And I want it reimbursed. Can I do it today? Or is it no, in the future?
2: Not, not not unless you come to At Ease. Not unless you come mm-hmm. to At Ease. Um, that's the biggest thing. You got to come to At Ease. Now, you know, Airbnb is welcome to give me a couple million dollars right now, like uh 75, and and I'll help them, right? 75 million. And you listen to Airbnb folks. And um, <laughs> I'll help them make this something that they can do. But until then, at ease is the only source. And I don't want to be on the podcast selling at ease like that, but uh, service members. Nope. They're kind of reduced to going to hotels. And here's the interesting thing about this, John. It's not just short-term rentals that are and the booking. It's more sort of booking platforms um, mm. than anything, but hotels, hotels are also off limits. So you have to go to the right hotel. So what we're doing is we're working with, every accommodation and making it available to federal employees, traveling on official orders, not just short-term rentals. And I know most people are going to beat me up and like, I thought you were just in a short-term space. No, I'm in the space of helping people like me, people like you, John, um, whether you're active duty veteran or retiree. I want you to know that you can come somewhere, speak the same language. We can say freaking frick, like PFC, Lance Corpus, Sergeant First Class. And I understand that you understand it. And it's just like a cultural uh, of understanding. We've I've been indoctrinating Mateo. Um, He's starting to speak real good military right now. um, Lately, Uh, he got more f bombs being dropped. So you know that's that's pretty awesome. Um,
1: I think anyone that knows me knows that I'm not allergic to the f bomb or uh, any (laughs) other adjectives and verbs that uh, you know those excitable adjectives and verbs. But uh, yeah, so I I definitely feel right at home uh, in the culture. Uh,
2: I'll put it. Yeah. He, 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 you'll, John, you'll be proud of him if you uh, came I, to an event with veterans.
0: I mean, truly I I'm proud of Mateo every time I talk to him, but um, yeah, I, I I'm excited to see, well, I'd love to be, you know, I'm looking forward to an event someday that I, I can kind of, you know, piggyback along and, and uh, I, I miss, there's certain aspects of military life that I miss truly not most of it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, not feel
2: not the duty all that crazy Yeah, industry. I I yeah. I but, but I
0: miss the camaraderie. I miss that brotherhood sisterhood. I miss I miss mm-hmm. that aspect of it. You know, I miss there's a there's lots I do I miss that, you know, you you set out to get a task done and it always gets done. Um yeah. no matter what. Um and that's amazing. Too. You know, um that, that's some really really cool. stuff. but I I want to touch on something that the Mateo mentioned the culture and more of the culture, talking the culture of the military, but I want to talk about, and I know Mateo, we wanted to talk about this, talk about what it's like. And since this is a college, you know, our, our focus on the, the no bullshit short term rental podcast yeah. is news and culture in our space. Talk to me as a black entrepreneur in the short term rental space what has that been like? You know, what is it like coming in? Like, what what has been amazing? What has been like eye opening? As like a what the fuck? Like, like what is it like <laughs> in our space? Because and if, if we're being very transparent here, which in which we are in the show, is like if um. I were to go ahead and look at vacation rentals with with just like step out, I don't work and I'm looking at it. I I look at it. There's new money now, but it started off mm. 20 years ago. A bunch of old money. It's mm-hmm. a predominantly white um, space. Mm-hmm. Um, go go to any conference, look around. It's Predominantly white. Mm. Um, it is. I think there is a there is, and it's growing more and more and more. There's a pretty equal. There's a great representation of female, uh, you know, yeah, CEOs, high level, yeah. you know, C level execs um owners you know high level execs that are are female but talk to me about being a black man in our space talk to me about or talk to us about um or just just talk to us about it a little bit so john that's a
2: great question so i'll start with the good and then i'll get to the wtf uh, part of it Um, i met people like yourself who have asked questions the hard questions like what is this corporate appropriation um, you even put together a panel, uh, Mateo, uh, Nina, Michelle and I, and I think, uh, Nina, uh, Michelle's brother, uh, I can't remember his name, right? Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah. Right. Jonathan, and we to, yeah,
0: yeah, and Misha, yeah.
2: yeah. I forgot Risha. And we were able to come together and just be very candid about our experiences and talk about the topic. Um, and then I have, uh, people who not only mentor me, but also sponsor me, uh, I'll drop names, right? Uh, I'm in Austin, Texas. Home Away was started here. So, uh, Brian Sharples, who was one of the uh, co founders and the former CEO of Home Away, uh, his partner. uh, Yeah, shout out to Brian, who not only mentors and spends hours with me texting and asking how my thing's going, but he also made introductions. That's the sponsorship aspect of things, right? Uh, Someone in his position uh, looking at me and saying, hey, this guy doesn't have his head up his ass. He's actually doing something worthwhile. Let me connect him to my network. And then he introduced me to the godfather of short-term rentals, which I heard somebody call him that at last conference was uh Carl Shepard. You know, Carl mm-hmm. Shepard uh spends time with me. Uh we go out, and get some coffee, email back and forth. Uh great mentor slash uh sponsor. Um Mateo uh introducing me to people like Steve Milo. Uh Steve getting on the phone and dropping some knowledge, right? Uh which is always very candid. So I enjoyed that conversation. Um, talking to uh, folks like Amy, was uh, what's Amy's last name? Uh, I know. I know, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. And then we got Debbie out in Portland um, who started the podcast after coming to that same panel that you had, John. So those are the goods, right? You have people who are on, on the other side of the ethnic fence um, that look more like you and less like me and saying, hey, Anthony, I had no idea that uh, Matt Landau was another one. I had no I had no idea, man. Like I, I'm sorry, I was I've been in the bubble. I got a great bubble, but I want to help. And how can I help? And that's like, just be open, just be receptive, right? Um, then you got other people who look at you and they got that, God right, damn, what are you doing here? type mentality. And I'm like, bitch, I'm here because I'm the fucking man. I'm a United States Marine and I deserve to be here. One, because I provided you fucking freedom to be here, and two. Because I provided you motherfucking the fucking freedom to be here. And a lot of people are not gonna <laughs> like me saying that. But shit, I don't put a lot on the line, i.e., my life in multiple combat zones and multiple uh, hostile areas for anybody to tell me that I can't be in a space in, in fucking America, right? Goddamn it, I am America. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've stood on footprints to go to boot camp, and then I stood on footprints to go to Officer Canada School. I've bled, sweat, and had tears for this country. So I'll be damned if somebody tell me I don't belong in the space. Now, in that same token, it's been a little bit more challenging because people like it's a great idea. And I see some other stupid ass ideas that get support, i.e. funding, or people want to jump on the bandwagon and they go very far when they'll say, hey, this is a good idea. I need to see more traction. And so I give them traction and then they say they want to see more traction to where I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna stop asking for support and resources, and I'm just gonna make this shit happen on my own because that's what the military teaches you to do. It says, okay, put on your boots, tie them, and get out there and fucking run this race. And that's where we're at right now. So it's a lot harder than I think some of my counterparts have experienced hell. I've even talked to some of my counterparts and they're like, man, that's bullshit. And I was like, hey, I just got to truck through the bullshit until I get to the other side. And it's just gonna make me stronger and make me better. So that's the sad part about the industry. Like you said, at the conferences, it's predominantly white, but that's okay. That's why I'm in the space. I think the last conference we went to in Florida, um, it was Mateo and I that were in the conference as attendees and the other black guys we saw there, they were working for one of the companies represented as exhibitors. So um, it was four total in a total space, right? And I was like, God damn, this shit is bad. I could see why he was talking about diversity, inclusion, uh, uh, inclusive, and uh, what's the other one? I always forget, Mateo, D-E-I. What's the E for? Equity. Equity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, they throw that extra E in. I'll oh, I always well, forget it. Equity but, and inclusion. Uh, yeah, I got that. Yes. At, yeah, equity and inclusion. So I was like, holy smokes, I see what because we've we've been on these calls with people, but this was the first time that I got to see it and experience uh firsthand. And uh it was just surprising, very, very surprising. And
1: it's it and it's interesting because Anthony, like coming in and and again, I, I think you know, to, to tail in also John's questions too, it's just like it's one thing to hear about these things and you know the we talk about equity and inclusion, right? Equity is being invited to the table, right? And the inclusion part is actually participating, right? Or people say, Hey, equity is being invited to the dance and you know, inclusion is being asked to dance or whatever that, you know, they choose to kind of define that. And from even even from my perspective, like I, I didn't realize, you know, what found you know, what what you know, black founders and other people go through until I've been, you know, in this journey with you, right? And been in these rooms and, and, and hearing the questions that investors ask. And, and, you know, we, we talk about it all, you know, you and I go back and forth about it all the time because it's part of the driving mantra of like when we put our heads down and like, why is it important that we do this? And why is it important that when we're talking about, you know, equity inclusion with black founders and other things, like, I don't think people realize you know, outside of their bubbles, the why the need for this. It's in and it wasn't until, you know, the investors or investor coaches like were telling us like at the end of the day that people just and really were blatant and just saying people don't really care at the end of the day. They just want to know, you know, essentially when they look at people like us, what are what are these two black guys going to do? And that's what they yeah. actually said. They verbalized that out of their mouth. And I've told the story a couple of times, but it's true because that was the gut punch and the chest punch for me that really separated like why it's important to have these conversations. Why is it important to really understand what this set of founders go, go up against that others don't. And, um, and again, it's for, and it's just not for us. I'm sure other groups as well. I'm, you know, I'm sure, you know, women founders and others go through their own set, but the reason that these conversations are important and specifically for our experience and being able to talk about like where you you came from and seeing it in this space is that it's alive it's happening and it's really you know things that we have to deal with that others don't that 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 really propel the need for us to have these conversations about you know are things really equitable are we really looking across the board? um and and the things that we have to kind of fight through because in being honest like when we look at how Marines do things. And one of the things I've always noticed in, in terms of working with you and working with others is that there's that precision and, and, and discipline and organization that I've seen in at ease that other companies haven't had, that have had more opportunities and are more successful and are more funded. And they don't have half of the data. They don't have half of the organization. They don't have half of these you know, this infrastructure in place. They don't have half of the traction in place. And people are throwing ridiculous amounts of money at them
0: that that's, that's what's okay, most why is that that's, that's okay. what's the most like messed up thing about all this and i've and, and i've heard this story that talked to me if you I, you can have the same exact idea the same exact thing side by side and you can have you and anthony and mateo pitching this idea for at ease. and then you can have a a, a white two two white men pitching the same idea exact everything exact the same and they're in Investors mm. are more apt to go ahead and give a different evaluation based on mm. skin color. And well, that's not that, it's,
2: it's, it's messed up, but they also have a, uh, they're culturally um, comfortable with it because they're not looking at someone who's not them. They're looking at themselves on the other end of the table. But yeah. as messed up as it is, John, I fucking love it because one thing that you don't do to me. As a United States Marine, whether now or later, when I retire and transition out, is you tell me I can't do something. That is the one thing you don't do, right? I had a, a, a gunnery sergeant who's an E-7 in the Marine Corps when I was an E-4 corporal tell me I wasn't gonna be great at something I was gonna do. It was a tank commander. And he put so much fucking fuel in my goddamn jet that I had that bitch on afterburners for four years afterwards. And that's how I became an officer. So now, right now, when I heard that fucking dude tell me, hey, what are two black guys going to do? I was like, you just fucked up because you just opened up a box that Pandora can't even fuck with. Right. Fuck Pandora's box. You opened up the Gantt box. Then when, when I hear people telling me, hey, we really like this and we want to give you only X amount of dollars. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You want to give me. I, I, I know it sounds bad, but I, I, was like, I fucking wipe my ass with that. Right. Because I know what you should be giving me and what you're not giving me based on your 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 perceptions of who I am. And, I, and I'm like, frankly, I'm about to fucking blow this shit up and I'm going to show you motherfuckers how well I'm blowing it up. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset and I'm uh, passionate about it because it is fuel in the tank. That's going to show these fuckers what we can do as two black dudes and then whoever the team is. And I hate that I have to keep saying that that Mateo and I are saying it. But that's what we were told. And, and one of the bases for the company, and Mateo was talking about the foundation, I said, we're going to be an all welcoming company and we're going to be based on merit. So I don't give a fuck what you look like, who you sleep with, what your religion is. I don't give a fuck. Come to the company, show up, show out, and let's go. Work the task, mm-hmm. not the time, which means get your shit done. And that's what we're going to do. And that's what we're about. And that's the bullshit that I see in short-term rental spaces are different industries that people talk a good talk, but they're not walking the walk. They wanna fucking get on these high horses and just do, I'm like Richard from uh, Silicon Valley, right? He made Pied Piper, Pied Piper was just the fucking work. And then you had these other guys trying to make these compression systems and they wanted to have the parties and fucking get the raises, but they weren't producing, right? So I'm more in line with Pied Piper and just making the shit work and produce than all this other fucking fame and fortune and stuff. And people hate Mayweather because he's a flashy motherfucker. But Mayweather gets in the gym and he works. And he works. Yeah, and he's yeah, very methodical. And that's what we're gonna do. We're not gonna be as flashy as him because he's too fucking flashy. But when we get in this gym, are not getting any uh,
1: money hats.
2: No, 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 money <laughs> nah, hats. No money team hats <laughs>
1: over here. Unless
2: let it's money team <laughs> not, investment going into the company.
1: Yeah, now money team
2: start. wants to invest in us, that's different. <laughs> we'll get a fucking money team at ease hat all day. But until then. Uh, we're just going to get in the gym and it's the it's the entrepreneurship gym and we're going to wake up at 4, 30, 5 o'clock in the morning and we're going to get in there and we're going to practice. I got a good buddy who has a company. He's a Marine as well. Um, his thing is uh, process over the prize. Process over the yeah. prize. Our focus is the process. We make sure that everything is always right, legally, um, financially, operationally, and we fucking going to make this shit happen. So it's That's- bullshit that goes along with it, but fuck it.
0: Let's uh, let's be really clear here to the listeners that you know it is. I, I don't think Anthony and and Nathan, we're, and we're definitely not you know slamming our space as in the beginning no, no, at every all. Every space. It's every it's, space. This
2: is yeah. this it's is in,
0: and it, it's every space out there, and it's just this is your experience and coming from your culture and 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 again, it's not just it's you're dealing with investors. Which is a whole mm-hmm. different animal too. There, there's a ton of us here in in like I have no background with with VC or anything. I can't talk mm-hmm. the lingo. I don't know anything about it. Um, mm-hmm. I know what it is. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of people in our space that don't. You know, again, they come in. They're, they they build up their business. It's a family business. They're doing this <laughs> and they've gone from. You know, two or three, you know, side rentals that they're doing. They're pushing through Airbnb and or, and through Verbo, and then the next thing you know, they're at twenty, and next thing you know, they're mm-hmm. a property management company, and next thing you know, they've gotten to where they got, and they have been very successful, and they and it's all been bootstrapped.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
0: but you're coming in as a, you're tr- as a channel, <laughs> as coming in as a as a booking option, right? Mm-hmm. This you can't just bootstrap this. No, it's fucking and hard it's, it's, it's still, it's too. still get, like yeah. there there isn't a path that is is less than 20 years long to get noticed <laughs> and, and actually be successful that doesn't have some financial backing coming in because you have to think Absolutely. about marketing. I mean, mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine the marketing, like, how do you go ahead and get this out in front of people? You know, great, you know, you got the government backing you, but who gives a shit? And the end of the day, like they're not marketing you. <laughs> Um, At all. Right. And they never right. will. At all. Um, right. And At so it, there's so many complex things that you know that I am just even now, just in this conversation talking with you, and I'm like, there's different things going through my head that I've never even thought about challenges outside of you being a black owned business.
2: Just it's a, it's a hard Building a channel was difficult. That's why you only hear like two or three exists right now, right? Um, you got the niche ones, but what we're doing is like making a very custom to the audience platform. And as good as a nerd, I like to call myself, cause I got an engineering degree in electrical engineering, a little bit of computer, my zeros and ones had a limit because I've been doing Marine Corps for so limit. So I was like, Holy crap, I can't get past uh, this coding issue. I'm having, let me go figure out who can help me that can code. I was getting off, uh, bids for 30,000, 50,000, 75,000, $142,000 to build a website. And I was like, holy shit, I was looking to just pay 10 grand. These motherfuckers are out of their mind. right? But that's the necessary evil that exists. And like you said, the capital that goes into it, just the website alone. And then I'm in Austin, Texas. right? Everybody's seeing what's going on with Austin. You got Tesla moving. You got Google, Facebook, Samsung trying to build another. Apple got a billion dollar campus. Those are engineers that I cannot afford. <laughs> 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 but I gotta compete with those same people in my backyard to say, hey, I got a really good idea. I need you to come help me build it, but I can't pay you like they pay you, nor will I give you any benefits like they give you benefits. But this shit is fucking cool and it's gonna help a lot of people out. And they're like, mm, yeah, nah, I'm a pass. I don't I can't tell you how many dudes i have had given free dose too to. Um, because I, I figured tech tech guys <laughs> like to drink. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, let's go out and get some the I got this little spot in uh Austin that I like to go to. They military discounts two dollar beer. So I'm okay with the two dollar beer. And a lot of tech dudes are passing man. I'm like, God damn it, I thought you guys had ethics and wanted to work for something that was great. That's like, nah, I like to get paid to get the hell out of here. Oh, you know. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah, yeah, they gotta eat. So I'm not upset about that, but it's hard as shit it, to my to your point. Um Anthony, you're not I the like only it, one. Man.
0: You're not the only one that has a lot of kids. <laughs> You're right. About I, mean, that. I don't
2: know. He,
1: look, he's got a starting five and one on the bench. So, like, yeah. it, like it,
2: it, there's a lot. <laughs> but remember, we met that out. guy Virginia who taught me with seven. I was kind of upset uh, every time somebody says they have seven or like eight kids. I'm like, come on, man, you just couldn't let me live. You just couldn't let me yeah. be
0: great. <laughs> I'm I'm cool with four. We're, we're good with four. Look,
2: last night uh, my daughter came in the room and was telling me she needed a sister. And I was like, whoa, whoa, chill with that. So she was like, no, we can adopt. I don't want to be baby girl no more. And I was like, all right, if I adopt one, I'm adopting 10. So I said I'm gonna have 16 kids. And she's like, oh no, no, daddy, no, 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 don't get 10. Just get six. And I said, why six? And she was like, so each one of us can have somebody that is like our uh who we're responsible for. I was like, let's get 12 so you can be responsible too. But back to short-term rental podcast, no bullshit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Talk- well, and- Anthony, one of the things that I, I, you know, in my experience working with you and that I appreciate is and something, you know, that I think goes back to kind of our fraternal roots of bridge building. Right. Mm -hmm. And and that concept of bridge building. And one of the things that, you know, I don't really talk about is that you you do that, you know, in in terms of everything that you're going through and everything that you're doing and everything that you're processing with that ease. Yeah, you still volunteer with Bunker Labs. Like I, I always see you with your hands back. Like, I always see you reaching back and I do see, you know, everything that you're kind of going through is followed up with, you know, hey, you're always volunteering to talk to young founders of all sorts. You're always volunteering with these organizations and you're you're always actively kind of reaching, you know, backwards um to kind of make the road easier for those who you know are charting this path as well like it, it talk to me a little bit about that talk to our audience a little bit about that because i think that's an important part of also your story and, and, and your journey and change and right and even through what we're building it at ease and how we're building something that's cultural culturally changing um you know what okay. sort of channels
2: and what business in this space is so that's a great uh uh point you bring out Mateo um I wanted to fill a void since I did decide to retire out of the military. I know I'm only 41. Um, I joined the military not knowing that I was going to fall in love with service. Hence the reason I joined our fraternity, because it's about service to the community. And I was looking for something to fill that void as I transitioned out. Um, knowing that AtEase is created to serve people, but I wanted to still do other things that didn't come with a dollar price, like volunteer my time, because I think time is the most valuable resource that we have. And that's why uh, when Bunker Labs gave me the opportunity to be a part of their cohort as as veteran residents in 2019, I said, how can I continue to give support back to Bunker Labs for what they've given me? And, And I became a volunteer with them. And it's because I have people like you I have people like John, like John and I got on a call, what, two weeks ago for an hour? And uh, we just did sales sparring, right? He was like, what if this happens? How is this going to go? What's this? That's him giving back to me, right? He's paying it forward Mm -hmm. by giving me his experience and some Mm -hmm. of the things I should think, uh, some of the ways I should think and some of the things I should think about saying. So it'd be selfish of me not to do the same thing that people like you were doing, people like John, people like Sharples, people like Shepherd, and all this Steve Milo. And Amy and Debbie yeah. and all these people who are reaching out, and Michelle and and uh, Margaret, right? Yeah. Uh, did I say that right?
0: Yeah, yeah. From uh, hostfully,
2: Cliff yep. and uh, yep. Mickey, all these folks, yep. right, yep. on, the, on yep. a short on, uh, on a short term rental space, right, that are reaching back and saying, "Hey, Anthony, have you thought about this?" And I go, "No," because I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so when they do that to me, I, I, I have to pay it forward. Um, I love that movie, Pay It Forward. Uh, I think it's one of the things that we as people should do uh, because you really get the most satisfaction from life when you're helping someone else, whether that's your spouse, your family member, your child, or a complete stranger. When we help others, genuinely not expecting anything in return, it gives us the most fulfillment. And I get fulfilled by reaching back and helping these other entrepreneurs. Because like you said, Mateo, I'm methodical with the way I run things, but that's because I fucked up so many times, like at the beginning, 2018 to 2019. Man, my shit was all over the place. I had fucking white you know, napkins and receipts that I've written on. I was like, "This, I can't can't function like this. And I got Google and I was like, let me just put it. Well, first I had Outlook and that was too expensive. I couldn't afford that. So I went to the free stuff. And then um, I've been freeing it up on Google in the Google Drive. And that's how I got like structured like that. So when I see someone else where I was, I immediately come in and say, hey, you don't want to do it that way. I'll let you if you if you tell me shut up. But let me tell you what I had to go through and what pain points I had to fix. So uh, if you're out there as an entrepreneur and you've gotten some kind of uh, like experience and you've been through a gun through the gauntlet and you're still going through it, I think it's uh, a shame on you if you don't reach back and help people. Um, I got one founder here in Austin raised a couple hundreds of millions of dollars, and uh, he took the time to sit with me and tell me what kind of developers I should look for, how to. Um, the right developers right i was like like i said my, my 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 roof and ceiling for being a tech nerd is right here uh, his is much higher so he was like i see you a tech nerd but you're like a tech novice nerd come come <laughs> over here with the pros
1: <laughs> and if you man. there i'm in the ba- if you're there i'm in the basement but no i think, I think that's an important part of you know, it is one of the things I love about this industry too. Is you know, I still feel like I'm, I'm super young in this industry, and I, I've been able to be around amazing people um, that have, you know, you know, taken that bridge builder concept. And if you, you know, again, the bridge builder concept is just you know, being able to build something that somebody else can follow behind, helping people navigate pitfalls that that you've gone through, so they don't have to go through them. That's the basic concept of that space, and it's one of the things I love about the industry um, you know, these are people that, you know, I've had so many people in, in my short time in this space, be able to help me tremendously. Um, and, you know, whether it was through conversations, whether it was through me, you know, digging in and asking questions, you know, I think it is the beautiful part of our industry and part of hospitality, right? It's it's human, It's it's relationships, it's, you know, it's that interaction. Um, and I think what makes us different from other industries is, yes, competitive, um, but it's not cannibalistic, you know, to a certain extent. Like, we're not, I'm not going to talk to him because I want him to fail. No, it's like, hey, I, yeah, no, look, look, what's your business doing? What are you doing in this space? How does it work? Like, you know, I, I've found those doors to be open. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, and again, and, and I think seeing kind of what you do in that space is is, is really help, you know, kind of you in the space as well, um, you know, reach out and, and get, you know, Sharples and get Shepard and, and the others to to help in this and, and really engage above and beyond, you know, your product in this space, but also kind of, you know, build what the future is going to look like. Right. Because Mm -hmm, that's really, mm -hmm. you know, what what the bridge builder, you know, concept is, is really why that's so important,
2: because it is. It's building what the future of this space is going to look like. John, you familiar with that poem? It's uh, it's called uh, The Bridge Builder by Will Allen Drungwu. And uh, I love the poem because it was written by a woman who um, faked herself as a male because during that time, women were not allowed Mm -hmm. to write. Right, mm-hmm. so that that just talks about the the that the grit and the perseverance of a a, a kinship spirit who wants to make things great for her to mm-hmm. still write that poem. And I'll read the last. I'll, I'll tell you the last stanza of that part where it said, like basically, the old man going across this river. They call it a chasm. It was at night, and he passed through it. Then he came back and he built the bridge. Then somebody's like, "Hey, old man, why are you building this bridge over here?" And he was like, they're like, you already passed through it. Like, you don't have to build a bridge. You're not coming back this way anymore. And he's like, you're right. I'm not coming back through this this river. But there's going to be someone who comes after me that's younger. And they're going to come at night. And the river that was rough and and, and choppy for me, even though I made it through, it may be something catastrophic for that person. I'm building this bridge for them so they don't have to go through what I went through and experience something much worse off than than I experienced. Phenomenal poem. Phenomenal. I said the bridge.
0: I'm gonna, the, 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 I'm gonna find a link to it and
2: I'm
0: gonna
2: put Oh, on the uh, the website. Yeah. Yeah, we're
0: we're we're gonna
1: come up with a bridge
0: builder award. Yeah,
1: actually now I'm thinking about it. Actually, that's something I think we should do. We're gonna come up with a bridge builder award because you know, and the more I think about it, it's uh you know, there are there's some great bridge builders in this in this space. You know, you, you think of goodness. Vanessa from Reynolds United.
0: yeah, uh, she's uh, amazing. Well, yeah.
1: And, and back to and Amy with the you know creating the women's conference you know in that mm-hmm. space to you know, you know you know empower and and create and, and ensure space for you know women in this industry at every level. Like there's there's some things that are be, have been done. Um, yeah, we got a lot of work to do, but there are things that have been done and people who have been building bridges in this space. we'll uh, get John the first
2: time. one, Mattel. You gotta get John the first one for putting that panel together because yeah. that was some. Because think about it, man. He John, I, I haven't uh, like. To the people listening to your podcast, all 950 plus, that's about to get to 1,500 the next month. Um you guys you're on, understand. right?
0: Is it I, because I you're once. on? That's here.
2: right. Because I'm right. on. I'm, giving, I'm bringing you 600 extra people, all of my kids. Um, <laughs> 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 all the kids are subscribing today on all of their right, tablets right, and right, devices. Right, right. But mm-hmm. at the height of uh, race tensions since the 60s in the US, um, You took a stand to build a bridge between our American people. And I love that because you saw that we're all Americans, minus the pigmentation of our skin. And you said, we have to start a conversation. It's going to be a difficult conversation, but we have to have it. And it was at a pivotal point. And I was like, man, this is some fucking risky shit. And I love John Ford because like, you you put a lot on the line for it. Um, But it came out successfully. And and you build a bridge that wasn't even being thought about being built. So I think you should get the first uh, Bridge Builder Award. That, that's my opinion. But Mateo, it's your Bridge Builder I, Award. No, right? I agree. And look, no, and I'll take it
1: a step further because uh, John fought very hard to uh, ensure that we can follow up in this space, too. And um, I don't know if we're supposed to say anything about yeah, it, but we it, will be doing it, it again. Uh, we will be doing this again at BRMA International in, uh, in, uh, in San Antonio um and i will be john and i will be moderating it uh we'll be moderating another great panel um and and continuing the conversation because you know with our industry i think a lot of people don't understand um and you know me what i found is that having conversations with people um and not just people you agree with not with people you have the same ideology with but just having a conversation that's rooted in respect Um, that's rooted in understanding, you know, the same understanding that you would want um, to have and giving that same understanding, I think goes a long way. And I think, you know, yeah, Sean, yeah, our ability to start that conversation was great, but John pushing also to make sure that we could follow up uh, and do some other things within that space uh, as well. And, you know, because of that, we're also doing it, we're going to be doing a DEI workshop, um, to for uh, at the BRMA as well there's going to be a, a, a pre-show workshop that we'll be you know giving some more information about shortly we, we just got the go ahead for that as the uh, DEI subcommittee uh, will be putting some information out about that shortly so uh, we're going to buy. that out. I'm so stoked that about make that. Sure it's yeah, we want to make sure it's accessible because, and, and that's what it is, and shout out to VRMA for, for making sure that we have the platform and the ability to do this, uh, and shout out to all uh, of the, the VRMA members and others who have been anxiously waiting, honestly. Like, yeah. they, uh, you know, the, the follow-up has been there and they've been wanting the follow up and, and people from across the industry that have been wanting to get in, do the work. And, and say hey how do we how do we do this how do we make this change we're ready to help and so we're we're very excited uh very excited about that so uh shout out to margot um, the the my co chair uh in that space and to all of those on the membership committees uh, the vrma board and the others uh who have been fighting to get this uh on on the agenda and uh, it is on the agenda and so we're gonna have two great uh two great um Two great events at the uh, at the international conference in San Antonio in October, and we're we're really looking forward to that. On top of, we're also going to be doing the short term rental podcast live from, uh, live from VRMA and and some other and, and, and some other in uh, some other conferences uh, as well.
0: Nice, for, uh, that's awesome. Audience. You, you gonna, might even yeah, see us it. in a few weeks. Just, just nice. it. might. Yeah. Might even see us in a few weeks. Absolutely. Oh, are you talking? Oh, are you talking South Carolina? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah.
2: Oh,
1: we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna rock yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We're figured out. All right. <laughs> we're just gonna post shop right in the lobby. <laughs>
1: hey, we don't need much, man. Look,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Post up.
0: The uh, well, and <laughs> yeah. th- thank you. I I appreciate that. Um, it's <laughs> it's just conversations that that have been needing to be had for a long time. Um. Yeah. A super quick update. To on to on top of um, it's a continuation of our first conversation um, yeah. is what we're doing. But the the nice thing is, Matteo and I are going to co moderate, um, and we have there the panel has changed a little bit, uh, but for the better. Um, we we went ahead and we're getting um, we have uh, LGBTQ plus is going to be represented um yep. we're gonna have uh you know th- there's we're gonna have a a white panelist on so we're gonna have full spectrum that's not, what we
2: missed last time absolutely yeah, yeah
0: absolutely, gotta, I, yeah.
1: absolutely. Well, I'm a, I, so i'm gonna put them on blast I, I, my boy my, my, and my good friend uh and my ideologically opposed at times friend uh a great individual loving to death he's my brother i actually uh one of the people i uh you know, learned a lot from when I first got into the, uh, the industry is, uh, Michael Golden from noise where will be joining us on that panel as well. So nice. put that yeah. out there. Yeah. Happy to have him on. Yep. Yeah. So, but yeah,
0: I, you know, we, it's come to an end here. We, we're going to have to wrap this podcast up. We, I appreciate <laughs> Anthony you jumping on with us, man. I want to quickly before, if, if you're a property manager or, or you're a hotelier or you are, are a you know you have a few few units. I mean, you want to go ahead and reach a different clientele. You want to go ahead and and, and put your availability out to government travel. Government, you know, please reach out to to Anthony at Ease. They're at Ease is a sponsor um, of of the podcast. But you know, so there's going to be links and go and how to go ahead and, and get a hold of Anthony. Um, there's it's it's a great way to di- diversify. Um, your portfolio and, and what you're putting out there to, to everyone. So I, I encourage you to go ahead and check it out. Um, th- this bubble we're in, where where you have unlimited resources for guests, it will pop at some point. Um, and you're going to be looking, you know, the more and more people come into the space, you know, right now, I mean, the, the interesting thing, I, I'm, I'm looking at all these different, uh, these different threads I follow, you know, hey, we had an amazing June, July, and and, in the, and halfway through August is we're booked solid. And then, and then it stops. Well, okay, well, you know, a great point was brought up earlier is like, military travel, um isn't you know their vacations aren't necessarily when when one would think a vacation happens. Yeah. It's whenever the government says they're able to take a vacation. um yeah. You know their 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 time off their leave is is different. So and it's not just vacations. It's you know it's again. It's there's some long term you know aspects of it. There's some you know transition from one base to another. So there's so, there's so yeah. many different opportunities. Um, this is me doing a, a little commercial for, for Anthony and, and Addie's. Um, <laughs> I'd encourage you to go mm-hmm. ahead and at least check it out um, because, yeah. you know, I think it would behoove you to do so. That's my I point. think so. They, they said the behoove, theme, That's, new that, that's yep. that military word
2: right there. It behooves <laughs> you. <laughs> Everybody's like, behoove. Pick up a dictionary, people. Behoove is a great word, and that's something that we learn in the military. It's your duty or responsibility to want to host these service members and government employees, right? They do yeah. so much for our country, and then they don't get paid half as much as they should for what they do. Um, so, yeah, let's let's show some love to the people that serving us. Hey, up with that ease. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for guys. joining us, man. Yep. Yep. We yep. really appreciate yep. you. Thank you, John. Yep. Mateo, it's been a pleasure. Um, I can talk Always to, you, to you guys all day and every day.